Legends, legends, golly gosh, you made it back, congratulations, well done, I'm so glad you could be here, oh, I feel so relieved that you've made it, how's it, how's it been going, how's your week been, has it been alright, have you done all the things you're supposed to do, and more importantly, none of the things that you're not supposed to do, you have, oh thank goodness for that. It's, uh, it's your boy Burjo here, Miles. I can't get many people to call me Burjo. As much as I call myself Burjo, not many people are calling it back. I'm doing okay, you know? What's been happening with me? Oh, I got, um, I got f- uh, furloughed. I got, I've been furloughed, guys. I honestly started this week, didn't know what that was, but now I am it. <laughs> furloughed. It's a, it's a grant, it's to grant, oh, there's that word again, grant, grant, leave of absence. Been furloughed from my job. The bloody government's going to pay me to do nothing. It's pretty friggin' sweet, I'll be honest. It's a pretty sweet deal, um, provided everything goes back to normal and I do uh, eventually get my job back. That would be... Uh, I was going to say ideal. Ideal is probably an understatement. Necessity. Integral. Integral. Oh, you choose. I really hope I get my job back. But at the moment, well, starting this week, starting the end of this week, I'm getting paid to do nothing, so that's all right. So that's all right, guys. Every cloud, eh? Every cloud. Ah, But apart from that, I'm just staying inside, you know? Staying inside, regularly upsetting my girlfriend, regularly making up for having upset my girlfriend, just the cycle, just the the cycle of isolation. That's what we're calling it. That's what I'm calling it. So we're back here again, and I guess we should probably watch a film together, or I'll, I'll watch it and I'll tell you all about it. You just listen. You'll do a lot of listening for the next hour or so. I'll take care of most of the talking. So I thought before I before I get on to talking about the film that I'm going to watch today, I just wanted to go over something with you guys. I've got this uh, I've got this Netflix account, right? As I'm sure a lot of us do, if we're if we're fortunate enough to uh, at this time in history. And, and you know, I, I go on it and I look for sort of classic films that I that I haven't seen before, and then I make a podcast about them. You know, that's what this is. So anyway, I, the, you can go into film genres and you can actually just select classic films. So I've done that today to, to look for, for a film to watch. And, and there's this section within the classic film sections called Top Picks for Miles. And I just wanted to go over with you what, uh, what Netflix deems their top picks in classic films for me. Now, I don't know if someone's hacked my account or something and uh, has been watching, um, uh, well, uh, 
an array of films different to the ones that I, I feel like I usually watch and, and the algorithm has been changed accordingly. Or perhaps my girlfriend's got some sort of film watching habit that I don't know about. Um, but anyway, the first film that comes up, the very first top pick uh, for Miles is a film called The Negro Soldier, um, which is an uh, invest, investigative social and cultural documentary. Now, I'm sure it's a very good documentary. I'm sure it's very uh, informative, if perhaps a little depressing. But uh, re- number one choice for me, I, d- I don't know. I don't know what I've watched to to indicate to to Netflix that that would be the number one uh, of their classic films that, that I would want to view. But but fair enough, who am I to argue? And then it just goes into these... Um, <clears throat> well, well, I'll go through them. It goes into... Uh, a specific type of film that that I've I've never watched, I don't think. But anyway, so the next pick is a film called Amar Akbar Anthony, which is a, uh, a an irreverent, exciting action comedy. And then a film called Kub Surat, which is sentimental comedy drama. I'm sure they're both great films, but maybe not for me. Koshish is next. Koshish, that's an under understated romantic social issue drama. These are all Indian films, by the way. Uh, Gol Mal, which is a screwball, absurd, irreverent uh, film. Looks like fun. Bewachi, which is, uh, I think, an Indian take on Baywatch. Comedy drama ensemble. Then what we've got Lao Patha, emotional drama, 1970s. Chupka Chupka, which is a reverent, goofy comedy. I mean, that does sound like me, to be fair. And then we've we've still got a couple more, guys. We've still got a couple more. Next up, we've got a film which is called Don. Just Don. That's a... Uh, <laughs> this is great. That is a, quote, campy action thriller. Campy. So I don't know if it's uh, got a lot of camping in it or if it's just a bit camp. Uh, and then last, but certainly not least, and a film that's going straight onto my watch list, is Hum... Apka Hain Kun, Hum Apka Hain Kun. Apologies for any pronunciation issue. Apologies for any pronunciation issues there. I have pronunciation issues with saying the word pronunciation issues, but they're not my only issues. Uh, hum Apki Hain Kun, which is a three-hour and thirteen-minute romantic musical. Yes, fucking. Please. So anyway, as tempting as all of those uh, Netflix suggestions are, and I'm sure I will get through all of them in time, that's not what I'm going to watch today. As you well bloody know, I'm going to watch Enter the Dragon. Bruce Lee. Enter the Dragon. I'm pretty sure that's a classic, right? You've heard of it. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it. I don't like... Well, I don't particularly care for films, really, but I've never really cared for martial arts films, or martial arts in general. You know, of all the arts, they're low on my list. I I studied art history. There wasn't much uh, martial arts involved in that. What a fucking pretentious wanker. What a thing to say. Anyway, Enter the Dragon, 1973 martial arts film, produced by and starring Bruce Lee. Lee a Shaolin martial artist, helps the British intelligence in an undercover mission to Nab Han. Han? 
who was involved in drug trafficking and sex trade. Oh, fucking hell, Han. That's awful. Um, so Han's going to be a bad dude. Probably a martial artist as well, I would imagine. And I reckon Bruce Lee's going to kick the shit out of him. That's my guess. That is my guess for the plot of this film. Uh, there's going to be lots of, like... Haya, <sighs> <Hi-ya>. noises. <laughs> you know, like the martial art noise. Haya. I think I think that's an okay thing to say. And like lots of whoosh, 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 those sorts of sounds. Uh, so that's yeah, pretty strong predictions there. I'm gonna have a look at these audience reviews as per to whet my whistle. That's the wrong expression, isn't it? Whet my appetite. I'm not wetting my whistle. I'm not gonna drink them. Fucking idiot. You fool, Burjo. Alright, I think I found some good ones. Colton Munson. Well, back then I never saw a Bruce Lee movie in my life. I used to watch only Jackie Chan, but now I was kind of curious about his films. And gratefully, this movie came on TV in the AMC channel. And holy moly, this movie is crazy and amazing. Holy moly. It's crazy and amazing. All right. Thank you, Colton. Oh, Lobsang. Lobsang Searing. Great name, Lobsang. Film is good. However, in editing, they hadn't spot some error from Bruce. <laughs> he spells Bruce, B-R-U-S. Bruce fight. When he was thrashing crew of white-dressed opponents in an incredible speed. Two guys smiling to see this happenings. Funny. <laughs> Yeah, he wrote funny, I didn't say funny. I mean, I did say it, but I was just reading it. Wayne Shields, cheesy, dated, politically incorrect. That's why I love it so much. It's the perfect movie to watch with friends and beers for a bit of light-hearted cult action from the 70s. Thanks, Wayne. Bruce film Enter the Dragon should must be watched. There is great action scenes done by the superhuman Bruce Lee, Bruce Lee, is the greatest fighter and martial artist in our world. Cannot argue with that, Punita. Although he is dead. Well dead. Ooh. The movie inspired at Tiger, Shroof, sir, and and me, also my son probably, inspired by Tiger, Shroof, and MJ, sir, the movie. Desires to a great experience for something new. Yeah, well said. Anisha, it is a very fantastic film with actor Bruce Lee, who is the king of martial arts. He fight him. He fight greatly to defeat all enemies, and his acting is superficial. In this film, there you go. Some superficial acting. To look forward to. Uh, great movie of the decade. But what I felt is that might be there were more fight scenes and some comedy. Overall, it's crispy. Yeah, I love a, I love a crispy movie. Some hobos are nice to do, some are not. This movie is great for four-year-olds. There is no poopy violence, and there is no blood. But you might have to wear some boom phones because Mr. Bruce makes a lot of weird noises. Okay, thank you for the advice. Bruce Lee is very speed-like bullet. In this movie, but he died six days later. Only movie is released. That only I am fearlessly talk. 
Bruce Lee is my favourite actor. I don't like Tamil actors, Jesus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, that is a quote. That's not my... Uh, Logish doesn't like Tamil actors. I uh, am impartial. I don't know any Tamil actors. I'm sure there are some good ones. And I'm sure Logish has his reasons for not liking Tamil actors. I always love Bruce Lee that because I see this movie after a long time, I first see this movie I read in class 10th, never forget this movie till death. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, let's find one more. Okay, this is a nice one to finish on. If I can describe this movie in one word, it would be awesome. I don't know if the word would be awesome or if just the ability to describe the movie in one word would be awesome. Either way, that's awesome. That sounds awesome. Okay, well, generally there's a lot of positive reviews. A lot of people saying it's the best martial arts movie of all time. So that's something, isn't it? That's something. Uh... Here I go, I'm going to watch, I'm going to watch Enter the Dragon, it's going to be Bruce Lee, and he's going to be whooping a load of dudes' asses. He's going to whoop their asses. Alright, should be interesting. Here we go. Enter the Dragon. Miles, enter it. Go on. Okay, I'm going in the dragon. Good bit, Burjo. All right, Enter the Dragon. It's got all the makings of a 70s martial arts film. It's pretty good. It's all right. Yeah, I don't know. Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee's in it. He's a martial artist. Pretty good one. Tell you that much. Pretty good. He's of the Shaolin persuasion, perhaps. He was in like a, I don't know, a monastery or something at the start. Where do Shaolin's, Shaolinians hang out? Monasteries, probably. Uh, and he was like open with a, a fight in a pair of um, budgie smugglers. Him and this bloke, this chubby bloke. They had a good fight. Bruce won, made him tap out. They were uh, fighting in front of Bruce's master. And then there was some um, really unconvincing uh, overdubbing. Although I, I don't think the audio quality... Uh, one is great, and two is what this film is known for. So, but yeah, they were talking about it, and, and he mentioned that um, Bruce and he... Sorry, that he had trained Bruce, and also he'd trained this bloke named Han. And he's like, now Han, he's not a good bloke. He said, he said, Bruce, Han's not a good bloke. I need to tell you about Han, he's not a good bloke. Uh, he's the one person who's who's t who's not used the ways that I've taught you in the way in which they're supposed to be used. It's kind of like a Darth Vader sort of thing. I think he's not he's he's on the the dark side of the martial arts force thing. And so anyway, he's like, "There's this bloke here from England. He wants to have a chat to you. He's a decent bloke. He looks a lot like one of Miles's ex-girlfriend's dads." So it's going to bring back some weird memories for Miles, but Bruce, you'll get along with him. And Bruce's like, oh, yeah, I'll have a chat, no worries. And then they have a chat, and he's like, we need you to go to Han's uh, Island. Han puts a tournament on every three years, martial arts tournament. It's the only way you can get in and off the island, on to the island. And you're a pretty mad martial arts dude, and we probably need you to um, kill Han, I think. I think that's, <laughs> I think that's what they want him to do. Uh, we'd be just super stoked 
if you could do that for us. Bruce is like, why? What's wrong with Han? I know he doesn't use the martial arts force very uh, appropriately, but but what's his what's his bag? What's he done? And um, my ex girlfriend's dad's like, oh, that's a good question, Bruce. Uh, he's um, trafficking women. <laughs> Christ. Uh, and Bruce's like, yeah, fair enough. That's pretty bad. Uh, sure, I'll take I'll take the the gig. Thank you very much for the offer. Miles's ex girlfriend's dad. So we're just sort of get, he's just been getting him to the island. Oh no. And then, and then flippin' heck, Bruce goes to talk to his dad, who doesn't look anything like uh, the father of anyone I've ever dated. And he's like, yeah, go, go, oh, hey, dad, how's it going? Yeah, no, good, good, cheers, thanks for asking. Um, oh, here's the thing, I've got to go to this island, uh, and I've got to kill this bloke, Han, because he's a real bad dude. And, then he, and Bruce's dad's like, oh, okay, about that, actually, I meant to tell you, a little while back, your sister and I were walking through town and um, a group of six of Han's cronies jumped us and beat the shit out of me and then tried to uh, take your sister. Your sister fought them off for ages, like incredibly held them off for a long time, kicked a, f- whooped a bit of their, uh, whooped a few of their asses collectively. But then in the end, she was surrounded by them and she got a piece of broken glass, and she uh, took her own life. I meant to tell you, Bruce. Sorry, I forgot. And Bruce is like, oh, fuck, no way. Did that actually happen? And Bruce's dad's like, yeah, man, that, that happened. It was pretty shit house. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I was pretty upset about it. And Bruce is like, yeah, I can imagine. And he's like, well, I, I was going to kill them all anyway, but uh, I guess that's some extra motivation for me. And Bruce's dad was like, oh, sweet, no worries, happy to help. Uh, and then so so Bruce has gone off and and then we've seen um, we've had another, a couple of other characters come into it who who will be um, in the uh, in the tournament as well the martial arts tournament aforementioned. Uh, one of them is a um, a sort of a handsome kendo looking dude named uh, Roper. Roper he's a, he's a rich man but he's got a gambling addiction. That's Roper's that's Roper's issue, right? He's uh, he'll bet on anything. God, he, he would bet on, he'd bet on how long I'm going to talk about him. I'm going to keep going. He's, uh, he, so he's, he's there, he's, he's in a lot of debt because of the aforementioned gambling. He's, he's, he's racked up a bill, 175 large, 175 large, which I think means 175,000. So although I don't actually know for a fact, I assume there must be some sort of prize money on offer. Uh, at this tournament, which is really motivating Roper. Also, um, he's he's not just some schmuck off the streets, you know. I think he's pretty into, um, uh, what are they called? Martial arts. So he's going to this martial arts tournament with a view to winning it and presumably taking any sort of prize money that's on offer. At the very least, just getting away from the um, cronies that are trying to, to beat him up. There's lots of cronies, uh, the debt collectors, who confronted him on the golf course, no less, uh, when he was just trying to get a casual 18 in with a gun they they came after him with a gun that's when we first got to see roper's uh uh what are they called again martial arts skills so he's there he's gone to the he's gone over to hans island uh, and then the third bloke we've seen is uh he he was a a tall handsome man with an immaculate afro i've got here didn't didn't get his name He's American as well. I believe Roper's American. They're two Americans. Uh, this dude, tall Afro dude, uh, he's got he's in a bit of trouble with the law. 
I think he's got a sort of uh, uh, an issue with authority, and probably rightfully so. As you may have guessed, he's a he's a black man living in seventies America, so he he probably had some um, some sort of um, prejudice coming his way from from the law enforcement uh, at, of the time. So he, he there was a, so to see his um, abilities in um, what are they called martial arts. He he got in a fight with two police officers. Whooped their asses, collective asses, and um, stole their car and then uh, got on a flight to go to the, the tournament because he also wants to win because he's uh, he's really good at um, martial arts. Yeah, so they're the three that we've sort of uh, got an idea of their character and they're all kind of likeable, so maybe they well, the two and Bruce Lee, and so maybe they will sort of uh, be some sort of uh, team together at some point, because they seem nice enough. There's one other guy, so they're all on a boat to this island. I don't know if I ever mentioned that. They're all on a boat. It's in Hong Kong, or it's just off Hong Kong. I don't know. Uh, so they're on this boat, and then there was one other bloke on the boat who was in the tournament, uh, and I th- I'm pretty sure they said that he was a Kiwi, and he was an absolute prick. Like, he was a right dickhead, which doesn't ring true for me to any Kiwis listening. I think you're all a lovely bunch of dickheads <laughs> but he was a he was a prick of a dickhead you know now I've, I've never met a kiwi i don't like that's not true i've met one i've met one kiwi that i didn't like many years ago but i i always considered him the exception that proved my rule that kiwis are lovely i'm sure we can all agree so yeah I've, they've just sort of the boats just pulling up to the island hans island where there'll be a um i don't know if i mentioned there's gonna be a martial arts tournament on there and there was a, a woman, an attractive woman, stood at the, the dock waiting for them to dock. And the very last line that was said before I pressed pause, I wrote it down because it's just a great, it's a great Roper line, you know. You'll hear this line, you'll be like, Roper? Oh, I think Roper and the Afro guy were in the army together, I'm pretty sure, because they were, they were like, not since Nam. <laughs> Not since Nam, uh, like they hadn't seen each other since Nam or something, perhaps. Uh, but anyway, as as the boat was pulling into the the island, Roper looked at Bruce Lee and he said, "A woman like that could teach you a lot about yourself," <laughs> which is a great line, and probably true. I'm sure she could teach you a lot about yourself. But as it stands, I don't know anything about her other than she is a woman stood on the island waiting for them. Uh, she had her hair up. That's all I know about her. Uh, so I guess we're going to meet Han soon, and we're going to meet a few more of his cronies, I suppose. Uh, and it's just classic martial arts film, isn't it? It's just going to be loads of fights. And, yeah, the, the, the sound effects on the, flight, on the flights... Um, Actually, the sound effects of the flights they showed were pretty convincing. The sound effects on the, fl- the flight... I almost said it again. Well, I did say it again. <clears throat> I'll leave this bit in here. The sound effects on the fights weren't particularly convincing. The sound effects of the flights, they sounded like flights. So I'll keep you posted there. Alrighty, I'm just going to keep going. No need for any predictions now. It's not too bad. Bruce Lee's pretty good at martial arts, isn't he? Alrighty, here I go. Enter the dragon. Alright, there's been some ass whooping. Flippin' heck. That Bruce Lee's a pretty good fighter, did you guys know that? I wouldn't want to mess with him. Fucking hell. 
also, he's a great jumper. I've never seen anyone jump like him. He just, he from a standing start, he jumped up and sat on a branch on a tree. I didn't even think something like that was possible. I'm going to give it a go later. It doesn't look that easy, though. But yeah, it's just been ass whooping all over the place in the, the um, middle third. They're on the island and the, the tournament's underway. They're just all fucking kicking the shit out of each other. It's out of control. But some good news. Bruce Lee's killed the bloke who was uh, responsible for his sister's death. You could say he whooped his ass. The guy was bloody incorrigible, though. He kept coming back. In the end, he tried to stab uh, Bruce Lee with some broken glass, poetically. But Bruce Lee just jumped on his fucking face or something. I don't know what happened, but he's dead. So Han wasn't too pleased about that. But actually, the night before, Bruce had been out doing some investigating around the island, trying to find whatever he's there to find. I can't even remember. I guess evidence of Han's wrongdoing. And he he whooped a bit of ass. He beat up a few of the guards. And so then Han was like, someone's been out causing trouble. I know it's one of you. And just cut it out, yeah. I'm a, I'm a nice guy. I'm just, look, I'm just trying to run an honest uh, martial arts event every three years here on my island that no one else is allowed to come on, okay? Can't a bloke do that? Why is there always got to be some sort of hidden agenda? I'm just an honest bloke who loves martial arts, okay? And I have a lot of cronies. Geez, some of his, one of his cronies, there's going to be a fight later, I'm sure, with Bruce Lee. One of his cronies is friggin' massive. He, so... I'll try and go chronological. So Han was like, my guards are incompetent. I'm pretty pissed off about that, to be frank. Like, I've spent a lot of money and time and resources training them. Um, so they're, they're going to get their asses whooped now. So he's like, so you got this one, like, head crony who's just this unit, this big unit, to kill all the incompetent guards. So he whooped all their asses and they're all dead. He, like, broke their necks and oh, just just all manner of ways he killed them all. So we know that that's like head crony. He's gonna he's gonna have a fight with Bruce Lee later, no doubt. And then Bruce killed that bloke that I mentioned. And then at the end, I was like, yeah, that's probably it for today's tournament, guys. See you guys tomorrow. And then his sexy assistant lady went up to the Afro guy, whose name's Mr. Williams, and he was she was like, Mr. Williams, Harm would like to see you in his den. He's got a den, uh, dragon's den, perhaps. And Mr. Williams was like. Yeah, sh- sure, no worries, cool cat lady. Because he's really suave. Uh, he's been having sex with loads of women since he's been there. He's having a great time. He's won a few fights as well. Uh, but anyway, long story short, he'd, he'd been out. They're not allowed out at night. Didn't mention that. They're not really allowed out at night because presumably Han's doing his dirty dealings then. But Mr. Williams was like, fuck that little kitty. I'm going to get me some cool jazzy fresh air. Um, and he went out. But he was just out just... just kicking it you know just just chilling in, in the midnight moon but because he was seen out Han was like why did you beat up my guards last night and he was like yo they're flat this is probably offensive I've stopped doing that uh and he was like no nah, mate I wasn't um I didn't beat up none of your guards get fucked like and Han was like I know it was you and now I'm gonna whoop your ass so Han then this was Han showing his uh, martial arts ability for the first time and he was like you're getting an ass whooping, motherfucker, and it's gonna be by Han at at the Han, at the hands of Han, which, by the way, I think uh, not real. <laughs> I think he's got like metal hands or wooden hands or something. 
just sort because of, he always wears gloves and he just sort of smacked him in both his hands and and so Williams is dead now. So that's a shame because he didn't really do anything wrong. But Han likes you know hard justice in his eyes. He's got no time for fact checking. He's like that bloke was outside last night. A few of my blokes got beat up last night. Two and two. Got to kill Mr. Williams. I'll take care of it. Half of my cronies are incompetent or, or dead now. So anyway, uh, that's where I've stopped it after Mr. Williams just got killed. Roper, is who's Mr. Williams' mate, he's he's going to be looking for Mr. Williams now because they plan to meet in his room tonight just to shoot the breeze, you know, catch up on old times, I guess. So, so Roper's going to be suspicious. I suspect he's going to get killed That's because that uh, curiosity will kill the cat named Roper. And then I guess Bruce Lee will kill everyone probably like except for all the women that are enslaved i would hope i don't think he's that kind of dude but yeah, that's all there really is to report from that middle bit it's just loads of ass whooping different asses different whoopers but long story short loads of ass whooping yeah looking forward to seeing some more of bruce lee's fighting abilities he's really got it going for him he's so um light on his feet nimble agile Speedy, jeezy, speedy. Fucking hell! I don't. Think I get out of the way from a Bruce Lee punch. Don't know about you guys. <laughs> Lots of that. But yeah, I guess specific prediction in order. Han's gonna kill Roper. Bruce Lee's gonna kill all of Han's guards. Then he's gonna kill his head crony, whose name was like Bolo or something. The big dude. And then he'll kill Han. And then. He'll just live on the island with all the women. Well deserved, I'd say, as well. A hard-earned island of ladies to himself. And then he'll just chill. He'll just spend his days, like, jumping up on trees and um, saying really profound-esque things that probably don't warrant any deep analysis, but certainly sound profound at the time of saying them. (laughs) That's Bruce Lee. Sounds profound. Fast as hell, light on his feet, great jumper. Great jumper, Bruce Lee, great jumper. Oh, and with a bit of luck, my ex-girlfriend's dad will get a run towards the end as well with his rosy red cheeks and his stereotypically reserved British nature. Top chap, top chap. All right, I'm going to finish this bad boy off. Lots of ass whooping to come. Here we go. Come on, Bruce. Fucking smash him. All righty, enter the dragon. Okay, enter the dragons, all done. Done and dusted. A whole shit ton of ass whooping to finish it off. My predictions were wrong, two out of three. So Roper didn't get killed. Roper made it to the end, you'll be pleased to hear. Bruce basically kicked a load of ass and then Han caught him. And so Han had him tied up or whatever. And then the next day at the tournament, he brought Roper out. And, like, he was trying to get Roper on his team or something to do, like, all the bad shit that Han does. Maybe he wanted Roper to do that for him in America, I think. And so he was like, Roper, you have to uh, whoop Bruce Lee's ass. And he's like, have you fucking seen Bruce Lee fight? I'm not whooping Bruce Lee's ass. And he's like... And so Han's like, okay, well, you can, you're going to have to fight my head crony, who I think's pretty good. This is Han's words. He's like, I think this bloke's pretty good. It's Bolo, big Bolo. 
And Roper's like, all right, that guy I reckon I can take. And he does. He And, and Roper, I mean, Bolo was on top, as you'd imagine, uh, literally and um, metaphorically. And then Roper bit him on the leg, fought dirty. It's the American way. I don't know if that's true. Sorry to any Americans listening. And um, and then he, he killed him, obviously he killed him. And then Han was like, shit, now I'm going to have to kill Roper and Bruce Lee. And and this is where I think Han made his first mistake. I, I've written down he made, two, he made two mistakes, Han. Now, far be it from me to tell a bloke how to run his evil enterprise, but this was his first mistake. He He had to fight... Bruce Lee and Roper at the same time and he kept just sending four blokes to fight him. They were surrounded by his his men and he'd be like alright, uh, Keith, Jimmy John, um, Pete and Daniel go, go get him so these four would go over and they'd, and they'd get beaten and then Han would be like, okay, fuck okay, uh, Davey um, Maxwell Roger and Arthur, you go. And they'd go over and they'd get, and he, they'd get their asses kicked and he'd be like, fuck, fucking hell, idiots. Uh, okay, oh, Jonathan, Lucas, Riley. There was a Riley there. And um, David, I think he, he might have been the second David. And he'd be like, oh, fuck. And they'd be like, Christ, that's 12 of my men dead. Oh, jeez, all right. And then he's like, he's losing all these black belts now. <sighs> and then eventually all the prisoners got released. There was a load of prisoners there. You didn't even know about that. There was a load of prisoners there. They all got released. So they all ran out and they were like, well, I'm going to fight all your men, Hans. So all the Hans men end up fighting all these prisoners plus Roper. And then um, the, the sexy lady got killed somewhere along the line. I don't know she got trampled or something like that. She's dead. Uh, and then Bruce Lee's like, well, I'm going to fight you, Han, you motherfucker. And Han's like, bring it the fuck on. So Han, he definitely did have, didn't have a real hand. He, so he screwed on his special fighting hand, which had, like, claws on it. And they had a bit of a, bit of a scuffle in the, in the yard. <laughs> bit of a brouhaha. And um, Han lost his fake hand there. So he sort of made a run for it, and Bruce followed him. And he went in, inside, back in the den the dragon's den and he now he attached this hand which was like four uh what were they like 12 inch knives huge and bruce is like motherfucker can't i catch a break and he but all right bring it on so he's fighting him and then han goes through this like secret trap door and then he goes into a room full of mirrors which i think is something that i that i know being something that happens in a Bruce Lee film at some point. So turns out it's this one. Well said, Miles. And so now he's in the room full of mirrors. And this is where he made his second mistake. So he'd sliced Bruce a few times with with his four-knife hand, but not enough to take him down. And then in the room of mirrors, like, they were sort of looking for each other because it's hard to find someone in a room of mirrors because you can see him everywhere, but you don't know exactly where they are. I don't know if you've ever been in a room of mirrors. you got to try it out at some point. But anyway, so... Han gets behind Bruce and he runs up to him and then he just slices down his his back and all that does is hurts Bruce a bit but alerts him to where Han is. You got to go in there, Han. Bruv, I know it's messy, but you just got to go in. You got to stab, four-way stab all over. But he lived to rue the day or he died to rue the day. Um he died ruining the day, perhaps. Uh Bruce gave him one almighty kick uh, and he ended up skewered on a spear 
hanging off the wall. The trapdoor, actually, to be precise. The, the trapdoor part of the wall. And that was it. And then Bruce walked back out into the yard and he just gave Roper a thumbs up and then Roper gave him a thumbs up. And they sort of, like, um, just had a sort of a knowing, sombre look at each other, like, what about all this fucking carnage that we've just delivered, basically? Experienced and delivered ourselves. And, and Bruce is like, yeah, just another day at the office for me, mate. Just another day at the office. And then that's the end of the movie. And then apparently Bruce Lee died six days before it was released, so that's sad. Oh, well. <sighs> at least we've got our health, guys. At least we've got our health. I mean, is that an appropriate thing to say? Probably not. Have I said anything appropriate in this podcast? I don't know. Please be sure to let me know. Okay, I'm going to find some... Uh, Enter the Dragon fun facts. And then I'm going to get the hell out of here, guys. Okay, here's a good one. So apparently Jackie Chan was in that film. He was one of Han's cronies. Bruce Lee actually struck Jackie Chan in the face with one of his fighting sticks. That's not a euphemism. He immediately apologised and insisted that Chan... Chan... <laughs> Chan... Chan... So now I do the... <laughs> Chan could work on all of his movies after that. Unfortunately, Lee died before he could keep his promise. You could say he, he did keep his promise then. If you wanted to, you could say that. Because he was on all these movies after that. Death, it'll get us all one day, guys. It'll get us all one day. <laughs> I mean, okay, next fact. Could this, is this real? An extra challenged Bruce Lee to a fight to see if he really was that good. Lee won the fight and sent the extra back to work. <laughs> uh, yeah. The production had trouble finding actresses to play prostitutes, so they hired real-life prostitutes. Really? I don't believe that. The movie was filmed without sound. All of the dialogue and effects were dubbed in during post-production. That makes a lot of sense because the sound is weird as hell. Guys, give it a watch. Even if you don't watch the whole film, just watch five minutes. It's kind of unnerving. This is good. So whoever's written this one's put, added a bit of flair to it. On the set, Bruce Lee offered $100 to anyone who could catch his hand before he jabbed them. It didn't cost him a penny. It cost him $100. I added that bit at the end. Over 8,000 mirrors were used to set up the Hall of Mirrors, where the climactic duel takes place. That can't be true. I'm sorry, 8,000 mirrors? I don't think so. But maybe it is. 80 out of 82 found that fact interesting. Fights broke out on set between stuntmen and extras hired from rival families of triads. Oh boy. Okay. Who are the triads again? Is that like a Hong Kong gang or something? Organised crime groups originating from Hong Kong, Macau, 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 and Taiwan. There you go. Gotta be careful with those triads. Gotta be careful around the triads, guys. Stay away from your rival triad's family at all costs. <laughs> Bruce Lee taped the cobra ten times. Only once did he get bit. Taped it? I don't, I don't know if he... Ta when the snake came on the screen, I stopped watching. Maybe that's supposed to say trapped the cobra ten times. Only once did he get bit. 
can't argue with that. Well done, Bruce. Fucking mental. <sighs> All right, I'll find one more. When Han spoke to a trapped Lee, Han said, Your skills are extraordinary. What was meant was extraordinary. One assumes that the meaning was lost in the translation. <laughs> Only six people found that interesting. I think that's fair. I think after you guys have heard this, so that number will remain at six as well. Okay, flip a neck, that'll do me. Enter the dragon. I guess uh, I'd say if you are a fan of martial arts films, well, you've probably already seen it. But if you haven't, then watch it, I guess. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Okay, that'll do me, guys. Hey, thanks so much for listening. As per, I'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And all I can ask of you in the meantime is just fucking stay safe, for God's sakes. Stay safe out there. And keep on keeping on. And we'll talk real soon. All right, guys. See yous.